Blog Talk Radio. Join the conversation on the Ask Sharifa AMA. Ask Me Anything, where Sharifa Hardy and expert guests answer your questions. Press 1 to join the conversation where we discuss your favorite topics from love, family, politics, career, business, intuition, spirituality, and more. To be a guest on the Ask Sharifa AMA or for advertising opportunities, visit our website at AskSharifa.com. And now your host, Sharifa Hardy. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Ask Sharifa AMA. You're here on this lovely Monday morning, and we have a very special show for you. So before we get started, we're going to ask you to do what we always ask you to do, and that's to go out and tell a friend that Ask Sharifa AMA is live on the air. So you definitely want to post the show, tweet the show, share it with your LinkedIn network. Text a friend, go over to your neighbor's house, and let them know to tune in to Ask Sharifa AMA. If you're listening to this show on the computer, that's absolutely fine. But to join the conversation and to hop in on all of our topics for today, give us a call at 563-999-3603. Again, that number is 563-999-3603. And if you like to listen, that's fine as well. But press 1 to join the conversation. Today's show is going to be a very special show for me because when I was just starting out way back on my very first uh, radio show, Ask Sharifa Radio, this show today is four shows later. But on my very first show back in 2009 when I had absolutely no idea what I was doing and I needed help, I needed assistance, and I needed guidance, I met the wonderful the amazing, the very helpful Mr. Kareem Smith, who is better known to the world as the Mixed Monster DJ Coach K. And he definitely was my mentor in starting out on on radio. All my questions I had to ask Coach K. But Coach K, who has been uh, the Mixed Monster DJ Coach for years, hardly ever does interviews, and he also hardly ever talks about his building blocks to success and how he became successful. But today, Coach K is joining us on the Ask Sharifa AMA. Good morning, Coach K. How are you? Good morning. I love that, that introduction. <laughs> My gosh. Thank you. You are welcome. It's so true. I mean, back in the day, I was like, I didn't know what I was going to do. You were just like, here, let me show you. And you showed me how the shows were done, showed me how Blog Talk Radio was done, introduced me to show host, um, rounded up guests for the show, guests for the chat room, and I will never forget that. So thank you for, for all your assistance. Well, it's my honor. I appreciate the fact that somebody appreciates just trying to help somebody else. Absolutely, absolutely. So we're going to talk a little bit about your building blocks to success, but also I definitely want to talk about you, show, you share so many pictures of you as a DJ. Let's talk a little bit about your your DJ services and what you do. Well, my DJ services, pretty much the company I'm under is a birth child of myself and two of my other friends, childhood friends. It's called Dustin Dreams Off Entertainment. 
Um, mm-hmm. Which started when we were kids. We lost, you know, we, we did so many parties back in the days that it wasn't even funny that people to this day still come up to us like, yeah, I remember that party, this one. And we're like, how did you remember all of that that happened? It's just like amazing. So over the time, as we got, we became adults, we lost track of each other. But thank God for social media, we was able to find each other again. And one of my friends, one of the friends, Derek Manigo, he found our name for our company because we all decided we wanted to become a team again. Unfortunately, we went our separate ways, not in a bad way, but in a good way. But I kept the dream, you know, I kept it going as far as Dustin Dreams Off Entertainment. And he came up with the name from listening to uh, Steve Harvey's morning radio show one day where he was talking about dusting off your dreams and getting back in the game to do what you love to do. And that's what we did. Now, here we are six years later, actually seven. I got to start getting used to 2018 still. But (laughs) seven years later, here we are with a successful business that has really seen the test of time. But to God be the glory, we are in a position now that we're pretty much everywhere. Okay, and when you say you're pretty much everywhere, where where is everywhere? Where can some people? Oh my goodness! Between, let's just say, the Northeast, very well known, been on the west coast of the United States. Uh, because the internet radio shows I've done in the past, we have fans in South Africa, Germany. I have offers to go back to Korea, which I actually DJed out there in the '90s. Um, Japan is just a, it's a list of places. Africa is, you know, the continent of Africa. We have a lot of listeners. Well, when we had, when I had my show, but I still get emails and text messages from people saying, when you're coming back on the air, we miss you. So yeah, been around. Okay. So do you have plans to return to the air? No, I don't. <laughs> that time is over. That you know, time is past. You, you know something? I thank God for the nine years that I was on internet radio because I've made so many friends all over the world that constantly talk to me every day almost that I can't say enough about it, but they came that point in time where it was like, you have to start a new chapter in life. And I said, you know what? Because it's things that are happening in my life now where business is lovely and then dealing with family things, I said, all right, Internet Radio, I'll put you on the back burner and just thank God for the opportunity that I had for the nine years to do it. Because I went from my first radio show, which was 12 people that listened, to over an average of 30000 per show. Mm, so that's impressive. I know that, yeah. I I know what it is. I understand it, and I truly appreciate the fact that people enjoy what I brought to the table. Mm. Well, at least you're able to say business is lovely. I'm not, you know, not everyone is able to say business is lovely. So we're definitely going to talk more about your building blocks to success. But what is your your daily focus right now? So we can take people from where you were to where you are and to give them some of those building blocks that they can utilize in their own lives 
to make significant changes in order to get to the point where business is leveling. Well, that's the that's the main thing right there. The first thing that starts off is my faith in God. You know, I walk in faith. You know, it says we walk by faith, not by sight. I believe it. You know, I believe in the Bible wholeheartedly. So when I talk about that, it takes me to that main character of networking. Because when you talk about my main daily focus is networking. I tell people all the time. In order to increase one's net worth, you must network. I didn't get here by just saying, okay, I'm going to sit behind a, a screen and twiddle my thumbs all day. You know something? I found my time for practice, which I still do, 15 hours a week. But I found my time to network. And I'm going to tell you like this, my daily focus on networking is really building those relationships. It's not about just handing out a business card. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's about really taking that time to get to know people because guess what? Somebody knows somebody, and it comes all back to that point of uh, it's not what you know, but who you know sometimes. Sometimes that overwhelms the, the talent part of what I do because there are a lot of people who don't know about me but then there's a lot of people who do know about me and because of networking. And when I say the windows of opportunity has been open for me, wow. You know, I can tell you how, you know, how you and I met and how we built the relationship over the years and how it has blossomed and has blessed us both. So that's just one. And then you look at the other ones that I've built over the years where, I have corporations that actually call me and say, this person has spoke highly of you. We would like to have you here. I've had, you know, one of my biggest clients that just came aboard with me is Whole Foods. I just recently did their corporate event on the Northeast region for their awards banquet. Why? Because somebody I knew, recommended me, and they went with me. And thank God it was a success because I'm like, okay, this is Whole Foods. We will not have no mess-ups today. <laughs> that is networking wonderful. is definitely that is my, wonderful. you know, networking is, is, is key. You know, you, you sit there and you think about all of those businesses that are successful. Guess what? It's networking. That's helped them get there. Uh, Colonel Sanders, what did he say? He hit like a thousand people before he got one yes. Mm-hmm. And then you got KFC, which was Kentucky Fried Chicken, but we're not going to go into those details, but mm-hmm. you get the point. You know, somebody knew somebody and it becomes that part of word of mouth. So networking works wonders. And if you want that network, you're definitely going to put in that networking time. And I mean, when I say networking, I mean, don't just say, okay, I'm going to hand out a business card and give an elevator speech. I mean, build a relationship with people because that's where things are going to start coming into place for you. Absolutely. I mean, I definitely agree. We had a guest on um, Ask Sharifa AMA last Monday by the name uh-huh. of Jade Elizabeth, and Jade spoke about self-talk and self-sabotage. And so I was discussing mm. with her one of the, the main ways that I know I, I sabotage myself is networking. 
And I had to actually realize that because my focus, and I won't say it was a New Year's resolution, but my focus for 2018 has been on networking because for the past few years, I I had this sort of attitude or sort of belief where if, if I didn't, basically I'm a recluse who refuses to leave the house. So if they right. didn't, um, basically, I didn't receive it online, or if I couldn't do it from home, then I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to meet new people. I was like Drake, no, no new friends. I didn't want any hmm. new friends because my, my phone rings, you know, constantly all the time, you know, Asheree for Asheree, yeah. everyone has questions. And so I didn't want to meet new people or leave. But in, in 2018, this year, I said, you know what? I have to do more networking. I have to get out and meet new people. And so that's what Jade Elizabeth was saying. You know, that's your self-talk. You're, talk, you're self-talking to you and telling yourself this is not what I want to do. So you come up with reasons and you come up with excuses not to do it. But this year, um, it actually started in December, I have been doing a lot of networking. Every time there's an event, I'm at the event. Every time there's a meeting, a meetup, I'm there and and that's what Jade was saying is you don't look at it as right. networking. You look at it as meeting friends, which takes the business aspect out of what you're doing and um, and just, you know, allows you to meet people, exactly what you're saying. So that's an excellent point, what my focus is, is for this year, and I'm definitely going to do more networking. So is networking a part of your building blocks for success? Absolutely. And what you're just saying there, let me just add on to that because what a lot of people don't understand is your networking doesn't have to be at an event. You could be in your own area. You yes. know, how many times you go to to a place for coffee? How many times do you actually go to your doctor's office, or let's just say you're in this, you're in the supermarket? You'd be surprised how many people you will get to know. When you look at it, those are building blocks right there for your your networking right there alone. And believe me when I tell you, in my own area alone, I know enough people now than I thought I could ever imagine I would know. All because it's just simple saying, hey, how you doing? Good morning. You'd be surprised how, how powerful good morning can be. You'd be surprised. Yes, but see, I have to. It has to be a, a mindset shift for me, because I'm that person who, when I'm in the grocery line and someone starts talking to me, and I know they're making small talk, I'm that person who yeah. says, "Why are they talking to me? <laughs> Why are they talking to me? You know, I just want to get my uh, food, get out of here, you know." And so I'm looking uh, for, and I'm being open to more opportunities to meet new people. Did you live in New York for a little while? Because that mentality. <laughs> I do. No, I I didn't live in New York. My dad's from New York. The whole side of his family uh-huh. is from New York. I visited New York, so it's rubbed off on me, you know. But I don't know why, because I actually have, you know, and I'm changing. You know, I'm in my 40s now, so I'm learning how to be different. But Change I, is I always used to good. always, yeah, I know. You have to grow. You have to mature. You have to let people in. You know, but it's like I always had this energy, and I don't know what it is, but, again, that's where the whole Ask Sharifa comes from. People just come up and just ask me, okay, do you know what owl they have the um, pineapples on? And I'm like, okay, 
I don't work here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know why you're talking to me. But people Sounds like the laws of attraction. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, I don't know why, because sometimes you just, you don't really want to be attractive. Sometimes you just want to get your food. It can be anywhere. If I'm out anywhere where there's people, they will talk to me. They'll ask me some question. You know, I'm like, I am not customer service. I don't know. It happens. But you know what? That's sometimes it can be a blessing in disguise. You never know. And it's all about that whole factor of just being nice. Yeah. Just being nice, you know. You know, that attitude on how it reflects on a person can haunt you or it can come back to you in a positive way. Yes, yes. And it's it's opening me up to be able to meet new people, you know. And and it's just like I'm the exact opposite of what you were saying about how many people you know in your neighborhood. And it's funny because in my neighborhood especially, I try, you know, I'm that person, that that woman in that hat, way over her, you know, pulled down over her forehead with the coat wrapped around. Right. Like I hope nobody sees me. You know, I'm incognito because I, I don't, you know, sometimes I just threw something on and ran to the store. And so I'm like, okay, I have to stop doing that because one of my clients is going to see me in the grocery store, and it's like, mm, hmm. why are you wearing flip flops, Sharifa? <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, sometimes. <laughs> I understand that because a lot of times some people want to be a walking billboard and let the whole world know what they're doing, and sometimes you people want to just be in the background. Uh, a yeah. lot of the people that I do know, they don't even know that I'm a DJ, but they know me, and they're like, okay, yeah. But someone will go to them and say, well, you know, Coach K is a DJ. And next thing you know, they're like, well, my, my daughter's Sweet 16. My father's 70th birthday party. It it all depends. You never know what happens. But it's just like you. Yeah, I know a lot of people, but there's also that part. And I believe everyone has that part. Sometimes you just want to stray back from everything. And you want to, like you said, you want to go to the store, get what you got to get, and get to moving. Understandable. Mm -hmm. Understandable. Yes, but I mean, I'm I'm moving into it. I'm you know I'm growing into um, more of being available to people. And it was funny. I went to an event on Saturday, and I'm sitting there uh-huh. in the chair talking to to someone I knew. And this lady comes up to me, and she says, "It's you." And I'm like. Okay, she was like, I read your article in the magazine. I went to your website, and I, I, I you're here. I'm like, okay, you know. So it's good to meet people. It's wonderful when people recognize you. But sometimes, you know, it, it's just it's a different experience. But I am opening up to networking. Right. I'm, I am opening up to meeting new friends, and I definitely believe that this this is one of the building blocks to success. So. Tell us a little bit about your story. Tell us about, you know, I don't want to always just focus on where you were, but what are some of the building blocks and some of the challenges that you went through in order to learn these building blocks? Well, let's put it this way. Here's something I thought about for the longest, and it it makes sense to the point of craziness. Cheapskates Mm -hmm. never prosper. Let me explain mm-hmm. that to you, because when you talk about where I'm at now, I had to realize over the time from the beginning to where I'm at now, 
that it's going to take investment. And I'm not just talking about financial investments. I'm talking about personal investments in yourself. Mm-hmm. In other words, like you said, you're coming out of that shallow, not wanting to see people. You know, you don't want to talk to people. You want to get in and get out. There's that part of change that a lot of people don't like, and it's because of that fear factor. But when they realize that they can remove that fear factor and make that change, that things start happening for them for the better. I mean, one of my biggest things was, please, a suit? Not me. Couldn't stand them. But you know what? I had to understand that I had to look the part. So there's my, one of my investments. I changed my wardrobe. As you get older, you start realizing, okay, it's not all about wearing Timberlands and, and Levi jeans all day. You know, it's a part of you got to look the part to an extent. Now, don't get me wrong. You're not going to walk your dog if you have a dog in a three-piece suit. That's your that's your personal time, but when you're going out to do your job, you you gotta look the part because if you're investing in yourself, how else is someone gonna believe you if you're not believing in yourself? Because if you don't believe in yourself, why should they believe in you? There's no confidence in you. So I had to really focus on building that type of brand, especially as a DJ, where I can go from doing a wedding, which I would need to wear a tuxedo maybe, as opposed to a pool party. You got to look the part, but you also got to know, you got to know your product, but you also got to know the other parts of your product. Okay, I'm a DJ. I already know how to mix, scratch, and do all that craziness. Bottom line is there's still a presentable side that I had to invest in, and I had to invest in really building that to make myself look like not just your DJ, but I am the owner of Dustin Dreams Off Entertainment. And I had to let people know that. So when I spoke about it this morning to some people, I said, listen, we're going to talk about those things. And when I say cheap skates never prosper, yeah, we're talking money as well, mainly talking money on this one because guess what? Whatever your, your business is, you might not have a dime to your, in your pocket to start it, but you have a vision. If there's a way, God will find a way for you. And trust me, he will. Because you got to take the, the factor of, all right, you're starting here. You want to be, be there, but you're not going to get there until you start investing. So little things have to change. In there. And it, when we talk about personal building, this is where discipline comes in. I mean, think about how many NBA players or professional athletes, I should say, become millionaires overnight. But you know what? They did everything they had to do to get to the NBA, the NFL, NHL, MLB. But when they got that first paycheck, they thought they were on top of the world. And here's the problem. They properly trained themselves to be the player, but they didn't properly train themselves to be financially wise. Because guess what? That money can come, and when before you know it, it could be gone if you're not properly trained to actually handle your finances. And this is what happens to a lot 
a lot of NBA players, a lot of NFL players. I'll give you a prime example of a difference of, between two players. Ben Baker. Now he works at Starbucks. Ray Allen. He's well off. Why? Because he learned how to financially prepare himself to the point of, okay, I can actually negotiate my own contract. You ask 99% of the NBA players right now, can they negotiate their own contract? They will tell you no. They may say, I'm worth this, but they have no clue how to negotiate that contract. They may say, you get, get me this, get me that. You're my agent. I hired you to do this and do that. One of the things I had to learn is I'm going to make those small investments. They're going to make those investments? Yes, they're going to make I'm, One of the things I learned Hello? is you, you're going to have to make – can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Okay. One of the things that I had to learn is yes, I had I to make you. those small investments. I'm sorry? Go ahead. Hello? Okay. Go ahead. I had to – yeah, I had to learn how to make those small investments. I accidentally knocked my phone over. Excuse me. But I had to learn how to make those small investments in order to get me there financially. So when I started out, I had a very small budget. I got a a small set of speakers. I got this, this, and that. But as time went on, I improved with time by making sure that money that came in, I put back into the business. Took what I needed to handle personal, but the majority went to handling those little investments to make my brand look that much better. So what I started with is one thing. Where I'm at now is a major difference. It's a major difference. Okay, so let me just ask you. You mentioned a, a few athletes and um, athletes who were uh, unable to negotiate um, their contracts. So I just want to get your opinion. What do you think of the Ball family? I just want your, what are you, what are your, what are your thoughts? You know what? There's a point of with you know Lavar Ball where I feel like he has his kids' best interests at hand. I feel that mm-hmm. way sometimes, and sometimes I'm like, well, okay, I think you're doing a little too much. And <laughs> you know, so I'm not I'm not against anyone that's trying to give their child all that they can get them. Mm-hmm. I'm not against that. Yeah. What I am against is the way he's going about it sometimes. Okay, yeah, you, he'll say this, 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 and that on TV, but then there's a part of him that you could tell he's not all about doing the marketing, that he's not that brash behind the, the you know, the cameras. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like he comes off a little too hard than he needs to. Now, mm-hmm. granted, we have children. Who doesn't want their children to have the very best? And I'm all for that. Right. And and maybe he's doing all of this to to get them that, but there's a point a fine line where he he may have to pull back because it's not hurting just him; it's hurting his kids. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he's doing yeah, I, I give it to him. He's doing it for his kids. He's doing a lot for his kids, and of course, he's pocketing some himself, but. Mm-hmm there's a point of understanding that maturity to hold back is a 
point of saying, okay, I'm going to be the rebel. But then there's also a point of, all right, I got to look at the whole bigger picture of am I hurting those I love the most in this situation? So to me, I feel like he could pull back just a little. But mm-hmm. if you're going out there to get that, if you're going out there to get that check for your kids, and as long as you're teaching them the proper way, I have no problem with what you're doing because what I've seen this guy do with, you know, Lonzo and the other two is he has them training every day. Mm-hmm. So he's making sure that they know that they're earning their money. I have nothing against that. But I feel like on that camera, sometimes he might want to pull it back. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. As easy said, all publicity is good publicity. I, I agree with that to a point, but then I don't agree with it because let's get, let's get something straight. You go to the circus to see clowns. You don't go somewhere else to see them. <laughs> yes, but he has been able to turn, you know, excellent basketball players into an actual brand. So he's been yeah. able to stay in the media, stay in the news. He's actually picking fights with the president of the United States, you know. So it's it's yeah. television. It's reality television, and he has been able to parlay it all the way in. All the way to the bank. Yeah, he absolutely you know, has. I agree with that. So it's just interesting. I totally agree with that part. To, to watch, definitely interesting to watch. So we are going to stop for a brief commercial break. We're going to be right back. We're going to speak a little bit more with Coach K and talk about his building block to success after this commercial break. When you need an expert plumber, you need JordansRooter.com. Get free estimates, 24-hour service, special discounts for seniors and veterans. That's JordansRooter.com. Have a home repair or some remodeling you need done? No problem. We can handle all that, too. Give us a call today at 800-300-0358. At JordansRooter, we take pride in our work and always make sure to get the job done right the first time. That's JordansRooter.com. We want to be your Mr. Fix-It. Do you have questions regarding your business, marketing, career, finances, or love? Then there's just one place to go, AskSharifa.com. Her workshops and readings get you the help and understanding you need. Sharifa Hardy has the power and insight to unlock all of your problems with amazing results that are unmatched by others. Visit AskSharifa.com today. With over 20 years of experience working with clients in the areas of business and spirituality, she understands your needs. Her compassion is second to none. Schedule your private reading right now. Stop worrying about what your future holds. Get the answers you need today. That's AskSharifa.com. Will you fall in love? Is your career the correct choice? Are your finances in order? Get all the answers now. Give us a call right now at 562-822-0965 or visit us on our website at Ask. Sharifa.com. That's ask, S-H-A-R-I-F-A-H.com. If you are just now tuning in to Ask Sharifa AMA, you have missed the first half hour of our show, and we have been having an amazing show. Do you definitely want to listen to this show in the archives? Go ahead and post the show, tweet the show, send it out to your entire network, and tell them Ask Sharifa 
AMA is on the air with Kareem Smith, Mr. Mix Monster, DJ Coach K. And so we're back back from that commercial break, and we're talking about Coach K's building blocks for success. So, Coach K, you gave us uh, an example. We talked a little bit about networking. How many actually yes. building blocks to success do you have? Actually, I have about 20, but I'm dealing with five today. Okay. Okay. Five. So we talked about networking. We talked about where was yes. networking on a, in the in the list. Yes, Cheapskates Never Prosper was the second one. Okay. And the third one, which wow, something I had to learn <laughs> through marriage. Keep mm-hmm. your word. Mm. This is. Uh, let me explain this to you. How important is your word in business is life and death. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, period. It is life and death, okay, because there's your reputation, either built as a professional or a con artist. Which one is mm. it for you? Okay, because when you tell a client, let's just say you're going to meet them, let's just say, at 11 a.m., And you're not there at 11 a.m. How does that look right there? That looks bad. bad. It really looks bad because you want to give that impression that you're serious about what you're doing. And I have a strict rule with all my clients. I promise each and every one of them. I tell them right up front, if you call me, if you text me, or if you email me, one or the other, if you do not hear back from me right away, you will hear back from me within 24 hours. And the only way that will not happen is if I'm sick to a point I cannot talk. Mm-hmm. Because your word means a lot more than you, you realize. Men, and I'm going to say this to you now, if your woman is in love with you, I'm going to tell you right now, she will hold your word dear and near far more than anybody else. Anybody mm-hmm. else. I've learned this the hard way. And when I say that, it's as simple as, honey, take out the garbage. And you say, okay. And you don't do it. Guess what's going to happen? <laughs> You're going to be on the couch. <laughs> Believe yeah. me when I tell you. You're going to be on the couch. There's no ifs, there's no ands, no buts about it. You got to understand when you're, t- when you're dealing in business, your word is the most precious thing you have. You don't get yes. paid for excuses. You get paid for results. So they don't want to hear about why you didn't keep your word. They want to understand the factor of you delivering the results that you promised. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to do that each and every time. This is, you know, this is, this has been one of my biggest assets as a businessman is just simply Mm -hmm. keeping my word, showing up on time, delivering the product that they asked for, not making a promise and coming with something else. Don't show, don't show them, you know, the Grand Canyon and you deliver 
the the park around your block. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> okay. Yes. Show them that you mean business by keeping your word because they're going to expect you to deliver. How many times have you yes. seen people in small claims court where someone says, oh, they sounded so great, they promised me the moon, the stars, and this is what I got. They gave me this, 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 Absolutely. this, and that. Not what I asked for. Not what I asked for. No, I, de- I definitely agree. You know, I spent the last probably five years um, in entertainment and working with a lot of celebrities, you know, and so many right. people say, okay, Um, I want to be famous, I want to be a celebrity, I want to be on television, I want to be an entertainer. But what they don't realize and what I actually, you know, work with people and tell them the the main reason that more people are not successful has absolutely nothing to do with talent. You know, a lot of people, especially entertainers, they can be very flaky. And the main reason is not just their personalities, is that they're juggling five and six jobs or they, they want right. to hold on to their main job or their main bread and butter. So when they de- when they get that audition, they're like, okay, do I go on audition or do I get fired? You know, so right. they may have an audition and then they wind up not showing up for that audition. And entertainment, Hollywood, Los Angeles, just the U.S. in general, you know, someone could flake on a job in L.A. and then get called for audition in New York City, and it just so happens it's the same casting director. And that casting director is like, no, I can't use them because they flakes on that L.A. job, you know. So your reputation, no matter what industry you're in, really precedes you because people talk. They know. They say, okay, this person never shows up on time. This person isn't committed to the project, you know. So you have to have a reputation always of being professional, being prompt, and then you'll find that you'll get the work no matter what industry it's in. You'll get the work, and then people will be able to see your skills and your talent. I agree. I totally agree because one thing I've learned with keeping my word with people is they respect you more, and Mm -hmm. they'll continue to do business with you because of that. If you're building a reputation of doing the right job, they're going to come back to you. You know, Mm -hmm. one of the biggest assets for my business has been repeat customers. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you know any DJ and you ask them to this point, how hard it is to get repeat customers, they'll tell you that's one of the hardest things in the business, mm-hmm. but building a reputation, but those that are building a reputation, they'll tell you, yeah, it is one of the hardest things, but I'm able to maintain a quality amount of repeat customers, clients, or however they, mm-hmm. they want to call them. And mm-hmm. when we talk about work, let me say this to all you entrepreneurs out there that have that are employers and you have employees. The same way you walk into a store, grab a gallon of milk, is expected to be paid for before you walk out. Have that same mentality when it comes to paying your employees. Because mm-hmm. your employees are, whether you want to admit it or not, they're more than special to you because your success would lack without them mm-hmm. if you have any. So the same way you walk into that store, you can't expect to walk out with that gall- gallon of milk by not paying for it. 
your employees do the job, pay your employees. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. It is not that hard. Know what your your worth is. Know how much you're getting. Know how much you're giving to your employees. Because you don't pay them, guess what? That's going to reflect on you as well. So when you keep your word, say, here's my contract. This is what I'm paying you. Make sure you're paying them what you're saying you're going to pay them. Do you feel that business own, there's an issue with uh, business owners paying or not paying their employees? Yeah, there's a lot of them that does that. And then, but there's the majority that do what's right and pay their employees. But you have mm-hmm. those out there that feel like they can cut corners. Oh, I'm not going to do this. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand. Businesses will struggle at points in times. You might be in a position where you say, oh, I can't pay you. But let's be honest with that. When I say keeping your word, I mean being honest with your client, mm-hmm. your, your, your employees. Mm-hmm. Being honest with them, keeping your word. If you can't pay them today, make sure you, you have a promise somewhere that says, okay, in writing especially because in America, <laughs> They can talk about handshakes all they want. In writing is further proof for me. Mm-hmm. Handshake deals, I can understand. Yeah, I mean, but even, even, even with the ability or, you know, you say in writing, but, I mean, as an employer, the the employer should have the employee's salary already when they hired them to do exactly. the job. So, I mean, in it an should. ideal perfect world, and we all understand we're not living in an, a utopian ideal perfect world, but if you if you're unable to pay those employees, that basically means you hired somebody to do a job without having the money to pay them. Right. That's what people do. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> but that's what they do. What, okay, okay. Uh, I guess I just wanted to state know, the obvious there. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, it's un- it could be fortunate, it could be unfortunate. It's just the fact that some people. I, I don't know. They feel like they can walk on faith that, oh, the money's going to appear right then and there. Mm-hmm. And they know mm-hmm. don't well that money's not coming from nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then they, instead of being honest with the employees, they tend to come up with little fabrications or, how do they say, alternative facts. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> alternative facts. What are some of the alternative yeah. facts for not being able to pay employees? Uh, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know anymore. It's just... <laughs> It's just I being they don't have it. people. Yeah, just mm-hmm. be honest with people. And this is why I say when it's all about keeping your word, is is valuable in business because your reputation, mm-hmm. as I stated, is going to stay professional or con man or con artist, whichever way you want to put it. Mm-hmm. It's going to stay one of the And one way or no, and people will know. One way yeah. or another, people will know whether you're a professional Absolutely. or a con artist. I mean, it's a small world. Exactly. I mean, it's definitely a small world. Oh, yeah. So that's, you know, it's understandable. But, yeah, that's what I could say on that one. Okay, so we have the next one. Next one, we kind of delved into it a bit, but building your brand. Okay. All right. Now, when I say this, you know, see, word of mouth, they say, is the best form of advertising. I agree with that. But before you can yes, re- reap those rewards of word of mouth, you have to build a brand. I mean, for starters, mm-hmm. you know, 
be the professional professionals. I had many people talk about they're about their money. Well, guess what? That starts with being a professional because mm-hmm. any professional that I know, they don't sweat the small stuff because they see that bigger picture. Sometimes smiling to grin and just bear it, and it, and it is, what it does is it intercepts that pride and that ego in a mm-hmm. sense because when you're building your brand, your presentation, uh, what was that commercial that used to say, your first image is everything or something like that? I forgot how it goes, but you get the picture. And mm-hmm. you have to build that. I mean, mm-hmm. you want that word of mouth. You, you start building your brand. And I know a lot of brand builders out there that can help people with mm-hmm. that situation. If you don't understand how to build your brand, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to the number one consultant on Google right now. Ask mm-hmm. the reason. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is you got to learn how to build your brand because mm-hmm. you can be looking like a million bucks, but you're probably living in a room and nobody would know it. Yeah. So you but can yeah, build that brand. I agree brand. with you definitely about building the brand. I mean, but what I, you know, what I've experienced over the last 20 years in consulting is that what, you know, a per, when a person is is in business, they don't necessarily think about their brand. And when I start working with them and I'm like, okay, well, let me take a look. You know, my big thing is collateral, uh-huh. any business. Right. You know, where's your collateral? Where's your package? You know, and they tell, you know, and I always talk about the question I always ask is, are you operating a business or are you operating a hustle? Because if, you know, when they come to me, that's my question. Valid. Are you operating a business or are you operating a hustle? Valid. No, I don't judge people either way. I just need to know what I'm working with. Because if you go hustle, then hustle. That's people hustle out of the back, the trunk of their car all the time. You got but that right. if you are in business, and I always say business is business is business is business, which basically means it doesn't matter what the product or the service is. A business is operated in a certain way. So what's your brand is, okay, where's your website? Where's your social media? Where, you know, where, mm-hmm. what are, where are the items that actually show that you're in business? You don't have a website, but yet you want people to find you online. They want, you want them to hit you up on your IG. Yeah, uh, major difference between, okay, you can call me here or holler at me later. Major difference. So. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I definitely agree Believe with you on the brand. Believe me, I see it. And it's just one of the things, you know, I like to tell people, y'all know me as the Mixed Monster DJ Coach K, but my family and friends and those close to me know me as Kareem Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a there's a difference. But as crazy as it might sound, even my, my gosh, even my own daughter calls me Coach Go figure, but <laughs> she's 20 now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just is it Coach Dad of, or just what? <laughs> just Coach, coach. Dad. Or Padre Coach, as she likes to call it. <laughs> but, you know, you build that brand. Like you said, that website is a must. Yes. It's cheap. It's literally cheap. Certain people I know, they know how to build them for free. 
Mm-hmm. I built my own. I'm not the, the biggest and the best, or and I never mm-hmm. confessed to that. But I also take that time to educate myself on how to make it look better, how to make it be more attractive that uh, attract customers to stay there. Instead of but let me just say, say. But let me just say this. I have in the last 20 years, you know, and I, I built my first website in 1994. And I always tell people Jeez. I have seen the, yes, 1994 was when I built my first website. But I have seen some of the most attractive, um, fancy websites that have right. not made a dime. And I have seen right. some websites that I've gone to, and I'm like, okay, what the hell were you thinking? Excuse my language, that make money online. So it's not just the look and the feel of the website. I always tell people a website is nothing more than an electronic business card. That's all it is. It's an electronic business card. And we all know what happens when we buy that box of business cards and we sit that box of business cards on our dresser. Absolutely nothing, (laughs) you know, as opposed to taking that box of business cards, hitting up every networking event, heading to the local grocery store, going to the local stores around and and introducing ourselves, things happen. It's the same thing with a website. People still to this day in 2018 have what I call the field of dreams mentality. This field of dream mentality affects all business owners online. They feel like if I build it, they will come. And then what they do is Not when true. they build it and the people don't come, they change the website. They say, you know what, I made it in pink, but if I made it in blue, the people will buy. And so they put it in blue. And then they say, you know what, yeah. I added a flower to the top, but if I remove the flower and I put a car, then the people will buy. And they change it and change it and change it. And what they don't understand is that they're literally not passing out their business card. They're not posting their, business, their their website online. They're not, you know, when they're speaking to their friends on social media, letting people know about their business. And there's so many people who are in business who don't tell anybody. And it's amazing to me. How are you in business that you don't want anybody to know then wonder why you don't have any sales. The secret agent. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I, I, I never understood it. I call it, I call it the secret agent, those who don't talk about their business. I mean, one of the, the craziest things is people are in multi-level marketing. Now, people have their feels about it, but I'll say this about multi-level marketing is this. There are millions of people in this in the industry of multi-level marketing that do not share with their family and friends. They do not share outside. They're just like they're waiting for something to happen. They're waiting to recruit someone off a uh, a wing and a prayer. Mm-hmm. And they sit there and they twiddle their thumbs and they wonder why this doesn't work, why it doesn't work. Well, it's not going to work if you're a secret agent. You're keeping it to yourself. <laughs> you're supposed to be sharing the wealth. How do you mm-hmm. expect to make the wealth if you're not sharing the wealth? I mean, that's just that's just me. Yes. And it seems so simple when, you know, everyone says, they're like, Sharifa, you make everything sound so simple. And I'm like, I don't know, but to me, it's simple. You know, if you're in business and you want customers and you want clients, you have to tell people what you do. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So did, did we go over your that top comes five? That to my last one. That's my fourth. I was about to say, because we're you, running you're out of time. You bring it to my last one. And that's continuous education. Let's, uh, let's be honest. Yes. You know, I can't state this enough because uh, 
a wise man did say, you go to school, learn to read and write, but self-education will make you a fortune. I agree with him mm-hmm. because I see, I'll give you my personal experience. When I went to school, mm-hmm. I learned how to read, write, and add, subtract. Mm-hmm. When I got into the real world, what did I understand? What I knew those things, but there was things I didn't know. So what did I do? I educated myself on business. What mm-hmm. did I do? I constantly educated myself as far as being a DJ. Now, granted, mm-hmm. I've had everybody that knows me knows I've had more than my fair share of businesses. Some were prosperous, mm-hmm. some wasn't. But this one here has to date been my most prosperous one. Why? Because I took the experience from all of those other ones and brought it to this one. And there's a huge difference when you talk about reading and studying. Major difference. People may not get this right now, but just read it. One thing, study it. You'll see the difference. You'll see the difference. As who said it, they said the day you stop learning is the day you die. So why not take all of that wisdom that you gained over the years and put it into play? If you're out there and you're saying to yourself right now, I want to start a business, but I don't know how, let's start with your education on it. Because guess what? You're more successful than you realize. A lot of people equate success with just finances when in reality, I know more successful people that are not financially at the millionaire level. They're Mm -hmm. successful at what they do and don't even realize Mm -hmm. the impact they're making with people. And when I talk about just hearing your education, I'm not saying you need to be studying all days of the, you know, all the time, but take some time to study. Take some time to Mm -hmm. take that experience the major experience that comes from me and knowing what to do for my next event is just sitting back after an event, relaxing, saying, okay, I could have did this, I could have did that. No, this was perfect. And don't become your worst critic to the point that you, you shoot yourself in your foot. Learn from mm-hmm. your mistakes, but don't shoot yourself in the foot. Don't become your biggest critic because sometimes you over critique yourself that you don't appreci- appreciate what you did. I definitely agree. I mean, I definitely agree, but I also say this, that um, it's just been my experience from, especially from watching you, and you say that you took a lot of the experience from the other businesses and poured it into this business, but when you post from your events and your parties, you're always smiling. You're always having fun. And I always tell people, if you do what you love, the money will follow. You know, if you and love something, will. you're really, if you love something and you're really passionate about it, then what you need to do is always seek knowledge from the cradle to the grave. Find out ways to be better at doing what you love to do. You know, I have this conversation with, with one of my friends all the time, like almost every year, he contacts me and asks me the same question, like, what's the hottest business? What is that one business that's guaranteed to make money? And every year we have mm. the same conversation, and every year I tell him the same exact thing. The one business that is guaranteed to make money is the business that you will do day in and day out. 
that you're that you're going to commit to. You know, you can be. There are people who make money from selling bubble gum. There are people who make money yep. from selling Bentleys. You know, you can make money yep. from anything, but it has to be something that you're going to continue to do. Because as entrepreneurs, we know we never get that nine to five day. You know, a twelve hour day is good for for me. I don't. You you work a nine a, a, an eight hour day, Coach K. Uh, let me see. Eight hour no. day. Yeah, that I I don't remember the last. I think the last time that happened, <laughs> I actually took the paycheck back to my boss and said, "What is this?" <laughs> so right. I, so we work long hours, so it has to be with things that we love to do. You gotta love it because it, honestly, being an entrepreneur in a lot of ways has saved my life because there's. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of nonsense that goes on, but there's no stress the way it once was. It, mm-hmm. it, it's like this. At a nine-to-five, and don't get me wrong, I respect anybody that can work a nine-to-five. I applaud you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for me personally, it's not for me. And people say, mm-hmm. oh, well, what if this, 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 and that, and that happens? Well, if this, 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 and that happens, I'm prepared for this, 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 mm-hmm. this, and that. Because mm-hmm. I've built it, and I understand it, but the bottom line is this was done over time. My success did not come overnight. It did not. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've never, like they say, you've never seen a straight road to success. I mm-hmm. can attest to that. I've never seen one. Definitely not. I, believe me, the cancellations, the, the backstabbing is from – quote unquote friends that I was biggest fans of and all this stuff. Yada yada, this, this, this and that. All the stuff that's happened. Still to this day, I still hit a roadblock here and there. But as you grow in your business, you learn how to take the detour if necessary. You learn how to overcome that obstacle one way or the other because you've taken the time to just continuously educate yourself on what you're doing. And like you said, if you love what you do, the money will follow. It will follow you to a point of no return. You know, I, let, let me give you a prime example of where I live. I live in a, a neighborhood. It's not a gated community, anything like that. I live in a, a nice, quiet neighborhood. The loudest thing I hear is a train called the Metro North. That's the loudest thing I hear. But I'm sitting on a terrace overlooking the view of New York City's, uh, New York State, uh, whatever, the Hudson River. Now, anybody is from New York or lived in New York or visited or whatever, if you know one thing, you know the George Washington Bridge, you know the Tappan Zee Bridge. I have a view of both sides in front of this big old Hudson River that looks like paradise. I would never go in the water, but it looks like paradise because when I look over, there's a calm and peace. But you know what? I got to the place where I've earned it, and it's only going to get better because we're already looking to move even higher. As, as that song says from the Jeffersons, we're moving on up to that deluxe apartment in the sky. I'm at that deluxe apartment in the sky overlooking the George Washington, the Tapazee, and this big old river 
that just looks like paradise. And we're only going yeah. to move further away because of the fact of we're taking advantage of the opportunities that are presented to us. We're not sitting there saying, oh, well, this is this, this is this. You know what? All that stuff is going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. But if you we'll trust definitely God, we'll... go ahead. If you trust God, you put it, you put in your work for what you want, you'll have it. But it's not about me. It's about what you want. I have, I'm getting what I want. Are you getting what you want? And if you want Absolutely. it, you're going to go out there. You're going to go out there. You're going to make that sacrifice. And believe me, when I say let's end on that continuous education. As I stated before, as I stated before, go to school to learn to read and write. But self-education will make your fortune, and it may not be that fortune that you think of, but it will make your fortune. It might make you the richest human being in the world, but you might not be at a millionaire status. You might be in between. Who knows? But you'll be happier in your life than you'll ever be when you're doing what you love. This is why I continue to educate myself. So we definitely want to thank Coach K for being a guest on today's episode of Ask Sharifa AMA, and we'll be back tomorrow, same time, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Until next time, have a wonderful day. Thank you for having me.